Welcome to our podcast. Have you read that book by John Ronson? A podcast about shame. 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 Hello. 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 <laughs> 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 right, there's a new sheriff in. There's a new sheriff in town. It's me, Lily, and I'm doing the editing this week. And there's one thing is we forgot to say hello. So um, I've, I've I've telephoned Amy, asked her to record hello down the phone. This is a level you're dealing with, and you're loving it. Hello, it's Amy, as you know, Annette, as you may not. Right, I know we haven't even got into the podcast yet, but two quick things before we're into it is, one, I can put my sting back in that Amy doesn't like. Here it is now. <laughs> oh, you see you, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should actually be ashamed of yourself. Right, we're so getting into it any minute now. Just a quick heads up, there was some crackling, so we lost the beginning of what Amy was talking about. But let me tell you, she was blown away by somebody admitting that in their own home, they pick their own nose. Here we go. I remember being blown away. Wow. Because, guys, I need to tell you, sometimes I pick my nose. <laughs> but people, I have some sort of weird childhood, like, shame that even just saying that now made me yeah. be like, take it, take it back, take it back. Wow. Because picking your nose, for some reason, some uh, some teacher must have got into me. Yeah. But anyway, I love picking my nose. Yeah, so you say it now, she's, she's love past it. that boundary. But she's... there'll be people listening who will be so unhappy. No, there won't. Not in 2017. <laughs> really? You think so? Nose picking? That's fine not to be. Come off of it. Well, the story I want to tell is no, is big. Well, it's about three. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I always, always... The end, the end, you make me look bad. Sound like a little cutie patootie. <laughs> I guess my biggest shame is I pick my nose. <laughs> One day I'm going to push you on this. Because you must be creating bigger shame than that, surely to God. I don't know, I've never had a threesome. Yeah, well, that's what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so here's the, my process. Okay. With this story, so I thought I was going to tell this story. I thought, oh yeah, this would be a fun story to tell. And then I went through shame, thinking Ooh. about telling it, thinking, oh my God, but what if people listen to the podcast? So additional shame based on our podcast about shame. Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, oh, what if my mum listens and thinks, you know, that's awful. And all these things were running through my mind, but then I was analysing them, thinking, well, sex with another person is just sufficient admin in a way, because <laughs> there's someone... As you, I mean, now I'm not really interested in that kind of stuff. If when you were younger, you want to, like, mess... Because get it all out of the way, do it. Yeah, but, you want to get... The bucket list. Yeah, not that, that, but even that is a kind of excuse, saying I'm not interested now, like distancing from mm. yourself from it. And actually, it's probably better to have threesomes as you get older because one of you can just take it in time to have a little rest. <laughs> <laughs> get less energy. But so at college, I had one threesome with this one time <laughs> with two guys. Okay. What? And I had a lovely old time. You know, great. Just expe- just experience it, have a nice time, and I felt very empowered because Good. I felt like a queen. You know, like I was getting all my needs met, double fast. You know, lovely. Not, not, not double fast, but you know. Yeah, sorry, fast is not one of the not, not one of the <laughs> good. Bring me to fruition. <laughs> and um, but I had a lovely time, and I felt very empowered. Yeah. And then at the end of it, one of them or both of them said. 
something that made me then feel, oh, you think that I'm doing all of this not for my own gratification, but to titillate you in a way. Oh, right. And he flipped it, and I was like, oh, right, that's how you see this whole thing. So I was feeling like, oh, this is great. Like, I'm getting what I want. Everyone's getting what they want in a nice shared experience. And how rare is it to be the one lady who's like... I get there's sort of like a sort of psychosexual element to it, which is quite feminist, which is like, you know, like I'm one woman commanding two people. Yeah, yeah, that's how it felt. And that very much felt like I would get what, yeah, you know, I wasn't there to sort of, you know, if it's two girls, sometimes you think that bit porny yeah it's a bit porny and it's a bit like they're dancing f- to your tune or they're they're yeah. sort of getting off with each other for your for the guy's gaze yeah so this felt the other way around and it felt no one was taking much of anyone you were you were cleopatra i was a queen yeah you were a little cleopatra a little cleopatra the eyeliner to match <laughs> so nice i'm had by all great but then at the end he said oh now i can't remember exactly how he said in the tone with which he said it but it was well, I can remember what he, it was about. He said, oh, you know, have you ever thought about getting money for this? Wow! <laughs> and doing it professionally. And it was such a slap in the bits. Oh. Because it was as if I wasn't doing it for the enjoyment. Like, women can't have physical gratification. They can't just be in it for their own orgasm or whatever. Do you know, it was just so annoying. And I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. Like, why don't you do it for money? What did well, he say? Like... Well, we just had it just added on a sour note, and then I made him give me a lift home, but not to my exact address. Very good. But it really soured the whole thing because I was like, and Ugh. it shouldn't matter because your experience is your experience, and no, but totally. you can see it through the frame you want to. But also, it does, this idea that he's added a lens to that frame. Doesn't it feel though that like there was a sense that you were enjoy- you were getting something out of it, and yeah. like he couldn't understand, yeah, why you'd yeah it's, it's a lot of different things either he just doesn't understand female sexuality so he can't imagine that you are doing uh, a sort of exciting threesome for any other reason than like like a tick yeah or yeah, like yeah. some sort of like thing that makes you because you're that sort of person yeah. which is obviously total bullshit there's no type of person yeah I'm sort of rambling but also i feel like it's like he could see that you were enjoying it almost despite him or like it wasn't he was his body was there, but it wasn't him who was like yeah. giving you. Do you know? I should have got the money. And he wanted to. Should have got the money. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. So I was thinking about that story, and I thought, do I want that to be on a podcast? It's different to a live gig. Sure. I say some horrific stuff on live gig, but podcast is there forever. You know, and upwards of sixty people might be listening. I mean, 61, 62. You know, you've hit double figures. Yeah, 62 is double figures. <laughs> you on your way to treble. For me, I know it's because I'm a little naive bit of girl who's embarrassed about picking her nose. Mm. 62 is loads. Mm. 62, 62 pairs of ears. Wow, yeah. Whew. But but then I thought, if my mum's one of those 62, oh, yeah. and she'd be judging me thinking, that little slut. But then that's her problem because what? She should just go and have a threesome. They're absolutely delicious. Well, actually, I don't think I'd want one now. That's the thing. And the other thing is, you think you're, you are sold this thing that men will think you're solid goods. Sure. And it is real in a way. Like my friend Alex works. I'll say his name. Why not? Works in the music industry. You know who you are. So 
it, there's a squash small industry yeah and then this one like, so i was like oh isn't there any he's happy with the girlfriend now but i said why don't you go out such and such and he's like oh no she's stuck with like loads of my friends and he didn't want to go out with anyone who knew their sexual history which is seems odd lame because also you can be friends you're i find that odd when people if you're a full prude yeah and you live a prude prude life yeah fine but if you yourself have lots of sex, yeah, and you also are friends with people of both genders or any gender, binary, non-binary genders who have sex, then it's weird that then just suddenly for you alone, <laughs> for your like traditional castle life, yeah. that partner can't be sexually active. Ridiculous. And also, maybe he just didn't want to know about it. But I don't know. I think it does, it's it feels so more judgy. like it's the judgment of. <laughs> the judgment of the whole community he didn't want to be part of yeah it, it, it i i mean if he's your friend he's probably a, a sweet old lad so he probably isn't the sort of person who judges people but more that he's just aware that if you are like that in his industry mm. you are judged and he just doesn't want to be part of it he's a little slut denier oh i found the jingles and stings by the way amy having a conversation and someone said really confidently which i really appreciated was like yeah. There is no shame in thinking about someone else or something else whilst you're having sex with someone else. There's nothing... I think most people do. But that's not... But most people do it, but also you shouldn't be ashamed of it. Like, no. she was saying that it's not a betrayal. Like, sex is... Sex is an intimate thing, but it's also doesn't... It is just about, like, your brain and your yeah. bits connecting yeah, in a way yeah, yeah, that yeah. gives you that shudder. If you want to think about Michael Gove when you're going to Amazon... <laughs> That is your prerogative. <laughs> and like getting on. And I remember, do you know, um, I can't remember her real name. She's called Slut Ever, is her like uh, website mm. name. She's a sex positive, mm. quite vicey writer. I mean, quite vicey writer of vice. Mm. Um, <laughs> and it's called Carly. Internet people. Amy here, footnote one, I guess. Carly Sciortino is her name, the author of the blog Slut Ever. I really recommend it. I mean, I'm not saying you'll like it. I like it, but I'm quite internet-y. I have a very high tolerance for internet-y stuff, so I couldn't say for you. But check it out, slutteverprobably.com. Come on, use your own googs. And she wrote this blog about how, like, any weird sex dreams or daydreams, don't feel embarrassed about them. Like, mm. if you imagine having sex with your old maths teacher... yeah. Like, it's so... I mean, I've obviously chosen quite a vanilla thing. But, like, the weirdest thing you could think of... I had a dream about having sex with my stepdad once and I told it at a comedy club and it did not go down well. But, but obviously I don't want to have sex Obviously with not, but... I've had one about my brother before. Again, not keen. Not, not, not keen. Not, keen. That. not a comedy show topic. <laughs> <laughs> my argument when people say, oh, men are unfaithful and women aren't, which I think is bulldash, mm -hmm. is because people say, that, oh, the cave, you know, it's from cavemen. Cavemen were oh, always sure, yeah, going yeah, out yeah. and women were tucked away in their little caves. And I was like, yeah, but in caveman times, incest wasn't so popular. And we don't go around thinking that's normal now. You know, we evolve. And sure. I said that to Sarah and she said, what? Incest is natural. We all want to... There is an argument for it. Like, you know, you read in those magazines when a mother and son, like, find each other or... Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah. And then they... It wasn't... Were you telling me about... I read one. There's a... 
on newyorkmagazine.com mm. there's an article about a woman who's getting married to her father and she Whoa. was brought up without him yeah which obviously is the key thing she was brought up without him yeah. but then she met him later on but the thing that was odd was that she well the thing that's odd is <laughs> she's getting married oh, to yeah, her father sure. <laughs> someone to his own. the thing that's odd is she's a lot fitter than him <laughs> she could do better <laughs> really ugly and she was like a sex um that it was there was an article written from her perspective so it wasn't a usual did you see this thing happen to this people it was she was saying i grew up like this i she was really eloquent and all yeah. of this stuff so that was something in of itself because obviously you don't hear the people who's it's happening white to trash do you mean <laughs> well but also even if it's not i don't know what her socioeconomic background was. Yeah, yeah. But you never hear the people's voice. You never hear yes. someone give an opportunity to talk about yes. the feelings. It's sound bites and it's sound bites or people talking about them. Yeah. So it was her point of view and I mean it was still creepy, but the the thing that was really creepy was that she said that sometimes she goes, I need you to be my dad right now. Oh and no. then they switch. No. And he's like, Okay, what advice do you no, need? No, please. Oh, and, uh, I know this podcast is about shame and no shame, but at the same time, I feel something sick in my body about it. It's not about... This podcast is not about saying any no shame. thing is okay. Well, well, no, but I was also thinking about paedophiles. Go on. Cliffhanger, cliffhanger that we won't deal with next week. 